So, Uncle, what made you get into the game? Wow. All right. Let me see. Where do I start with mm-hmm. that? Okay. First, first let's, let me uh, let me go to the first time I kind of I don't know seen some drugs, and I think it was a it was a it was a, mm-hmm. I don't know, a natural progression, but it was definitely a progression. I think I probably sold my first. I thought about this joint at like fourteen, and uh, ninth ninth grade. What are you fourteen, fifteen? Yeah. I uh, I was going uh-huh. to a concert, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into who because that'll that'll tell a lot of people <laughs> <It'll end laughs> some stuff they don't need to know. So I'm going to a concert with a couple of gentlemen, and they they're older than me, and I'm sitting in the back seat, and mm-hmm. I keep noticing I'm leaning over, and. Uh, what I come to find out is they they were they were snorting they were snorting cocaine, so like that's probably like eighty four, so you know snorting cocaine was a little different the way I came up it was it was more of a party thing it was a cool thing, um yeah and from my background I I pretty much had a hustler mentality to the extent that there was a lot of shit that I didn't have that I wanted, and when you didn't have money mm-hmm. you had to figure out how to get it. So I remember, uh, I think my first experience of watching somebody get it in, I went to Nashville. We had some people in Nashville and this cat named Teddy. So we're in the projects of Nashville and I'm rolling with Teddy and he, he basically gives me, he, 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 we would go over people's houses and he would sit there and he would drop me off and he'd give me a piece of crack and he'd be like, Hey, get this to them. You know what I'm saying? You know, because you know you chilling over here and whatnot. So he would come back through, and then like you part part of me. You you say you were young around yeah. this time, right? So you were kind of just like a like a runner nah, for them. Really, really, thing, he right? was going with my sister, and basically, I'm just kicking and okay, with him, okay. and I'm just I'm just with him. Oh, you know okay, what I'm okay, saying? Okay. And so like he he'll roll up over somebody's oh, okay, house. Okay, He's okay, like, okay. hey, this 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 is my fam. Yada yada. I'm finna make a move, and mm. then he'll pull me to the side. Bam, hit them with this. So like. I'm watching, I'm watching him move and I'm like, okay, he coming back. Okay. But I'm not, I'm not giving him the, the, the stuff. I'm not, I'm not that. I didn't understand why I should pay these motherfuckers. So like we get back to the crib at the end of the night and he's counting his bread and shit. And he's like, I'm like, Hey homie here, I got this right here. And he's like, damn dude, you didn't. I'm like, no, nah, I didn't. So at, yeah. <laughs> at that point he was looking at me like shit. Okay, cool. So this is when I really peaked how somebody's getting money. And from what I saw, it didn't look too damn difficult. Um, mm. So it, it was, it was basically a natural progression. So um, I say, I don't know about 18, 19. Uh, I, I think I'm still going to school at this time and I live in the Midwest. So what, what I, and it's a small town. So what I peeped was, Cats was paying like a hundred dollars for like one gram. Um, this we were doing powder back then, and mm-hmm. I, I'm knowing in Nashville, shit for four hundred, you can get like nineteen grams, and then you can put six or seven on it, and you sitting on mm-hmm. two bands. So, right, mm-hmm. me and my me and my brother, actually my niece's my niece's dad, we we living in the we have our own apartment. I'm nineteen, he's seventeen. And we, shit, I think it was my idea. So we would travel to Nashville and uh, we would 
we would get the money. And I'm like, I can't believe these cats ain't going and, and buying more dope instead of sitting here buying the shit like they was buying it. So I think at that point, that that's what kind of got me into the game, um, so to speak. Seeing how you fast you can get the money and how easy it was. Absolutely. And and I and I'm just I'm just experimenting with it. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously there's different levels okay. to the game and I, I was I was probably on level one, so to speak. I mean, can, can, as, as as young as you were, like, was there ever like an element of like being worried or concerned or scared doing any of this? Or were you just kind of just living life and getting money? Hey, living life and getting money. Absolutely not. Like, like that was the farthest thing from my mind. Um, what What's the most amount of money you made? Uh, what's the most amount of money you <laughs> had in your <laughs> hand? <laughs> That you could that you could speak on, good brother. You, We're not that trying you could to speak on. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, you said 19. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, statute of limitations allow you to speak on numbers, but you know, ballpark, ballpark. Uh, when I first started hustling, I think I think the most I probably got up on was probably like eight or nine bands. But I didn't know how to hustle. I mean. No one, no one sit down and said, listen, homie, you, you do this, you do that. You don't spend no bread. You go back, you re-up, you re-up. Now you go spend bread. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, we, right. I dabble, I dabble with some cats in college. We would sit there. All of us would buy a zit and then we go to, uh, we go to Chicago, which is a place called Jewtown. We go jack all the money off, but re-up money. I mean, really between all of us. And us being in college, because it, it progressed to I, I, I was in college as well. So I started college uh, probably about 17. I, I was in football camp at 17. Um, I was in and out for the first couple of years. So while I was out, a couple of my roommates moved in and my boy from Cincinnati had the plug. So we would go down there and get get like some we had some shit that had boys going cuckoo for cocoa puffs and we throwing <laughs> parties we we shooting crabs we we like really jacking off a lot of our profit so like mm-hmm. we i was playing with the game right so tell us about the tell us about the first time that got disrupted tell us about the first time you went to prison the first time i went to prison wow okay i had a homeboy named hard rock he was uh, he was straight up. He was a crit. Hard, hard rock. <laughs> I'm gonna call it hard rock. Hard rock doing life right now. Whoa! No, no, listen, I, I want to mess with a dude named. Yeah. Hey, no, rock. you don't. Much, no, you much, don't. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy had hands yeah, yeah, yeah. too. Cool, God bless. God hard bless. Had hands. He doing. He doing life, bro. Yes. That's, that's yes. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's a he's an alpha dog. But so so hard rock. Uh, Hard Rock get get put on by his by his dad, and then uh, mm. it's funny because he tried to get us out the game. He telling me and my brother yada 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 y'all you, mm. you, you y'all can't get on this block. What nigga? This is terrible, nigga. Like for real. So <laughs> he ended up doing an eight year bid, and uh, mm. when he gets out, I go see Hard Rock after he does eight, and I sit in his crib, and he's he done moved to Anderson, Indiana, another small town up this way, and. I sit there for mm-hmm. probably about 45 minutes. This boy does about like 3,500. I'm like, nigga, cut me in to cut it out. So uh, <laughs> Hard Rock's like, yeah, nigga, look, I'm going to give you this. He give me like about a half a zip. He want 400 mm-hmm. for it. I, what you got, nigga? I got 100. I got 200, but I gave him 100. 
So I'm in a mm. I'm in a different town. So I got his raggedy uh his raggedy ass sister in law riding me around and shit, taking me to the spots. So I'm in there I'm mm-hmm. in there doing my thing for about I don't know a week or two, but. I'm loud, I'm loud in a mug because I'm riding around with Michigan plates. I got the rims on my car. I don't got a license. Mm-hmm. I'm riding with the with the pistol and man, I, I mean, I, I'm 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 clowning. I got a stripper bitch. I got this bitch. So like, <laughs> we get pulled over one day, and uh, mm-hmm. this bitch, uh, she's driving. So I got like a half ounce in my sock. And I got some weed and I got a pistol. So they pull her out the car. She got a crack pipe. Make a long story short, the police come back. They got me standing on the outside the car. I got the dope in my shoe and shit. So like, they look, but when 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 the cop about to bend down, look under the seat, I'm like, oh shit, that's it. So I I bounce. I cut out. I took the fuck off. So I'm I'm running. I'm running. I'm running. I get rid of the. I get rid of the. uh, Get rid of the half ounce. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, Uh So, but. I got it. You're an athlete, so you yeah, you yeah. could run. So you were rolling. But yeah, and I never understood how, how somebody sit there with 95 rocks on them and let the police walk on them, mm-hmm. walk up to them and then hand mm-hmm. them the dope. So I'm gonna make you do your work. So I, I bounce out and I catch a fleeing charge, mm-hmm. and uh, and the gun and the gun. So I go in and I do the little time, and my homeboy bonds me out. So while I'm on bond, oh shit, I'm broke. Oh, I owe this nigga bond money. Oh, nigga, give me another half mm-hmm. oh. So I'm sitting over this this chick's crib, clocking, getting getting bread. Uh, I, I I got some, I hide some shit under her carpet. So I go out to the car to put the dope up. So when I go out to the car, the police pull up. Uh, wow. They want they looking all through the car with the flashlights and shit. So what like, made them? Yeah. What made them do that? Or- this ain't my city. So apparently, I'm in a hot ass neighborhood. Oh, okay. and they just being nosy, I okay. guess, because there was no really no probable cause to bring them on me. So they get the yeah, yeah. they they sweating me, ask me for ID. So like at this time, when I when I get hit, I got a I got a hotel room with the stripper bitch and the other bitch, and they go rob my hotel room like crackheads do. So I don't have any ID. Mm-hmm. So I got some shit in the hat. I'm like, I'm out on bond. I'm out on bail. Mm-hmm. So I hand them the ID mm-hmm. and shit. I put the shit back in the car. They asked me to see it again. So I'm saying, man, why you, why you, why you, you shouldn't go open the car door again. So like I opened the car door and I had my little weed on the door mm-hmm. and the cop over my shoulder sees it. So they dig off in there and they find a half ounce. So like now mm-hmm. I'm going Damn. to jail. They're talking about you're about the schoolyard. You're finna get mm-hmm. 20 years. So now yeah, they're trying to mm-hmm. slap whatever they can. On. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, it's funny because I'm in there and I, I ain't never been in jail like that. And I'm like, yeah, man, but the law says I'm on. I mean, I'm trying to I'm on private property. They like, listen, bro. And Anderson, they do what the fuck they want. Oh, I'm wow. Like, but no, 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 man. I'm, You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I found out in small towns, they do what the fuck they want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was the first first time I got in, ran into any trouble with... Uh, Damn, so, and you were out of town? You were out of town out of at town. this time? Or you was... I'm out of town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't... I, don't, I think I know my surroundings, but then again, I don't. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
So how long? Mm-hmm. How long did you? Uh, yeah. How long did you spend in there? Man, I, I said from, three from months. that situation. I, I, I said three months, and it was it was funny. I think it was around election time, and I swear, like seventy mm-hmm. percent of the people I sold to. I seen them fuckers coming to jail. So I was oh, like, wow. <laughs> I know you, I know you, I know you. So like I don't I don't know if like the like the cats there, like what was that movie when they when dude dressed up with the wig and they told on on, on Method Man and them and shit? Like like I think the whole town niggas would like let the out of town niggas oh, come and, in and, uh, and, 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 belly. and Yeah, yeah, belly. yeah, yeah. And then put and then put them on to like, hey, that nigga right there doing I don't something. Like that shit. Mm-hmm. I, I I really think that 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 was that that might have that might have happened to me. You you did three months yeah. in jail or prison? I did three months in jail. Okay. And that was my first offense. Okay. okay. And okay. so then tell so, us some. I mean, yeah, so what was it like coming back? I mean, I know this was like the first time. So, I mean, three months is three months. But, like, what was it like coming back home, getting readjusted to, like, you know, living life again? Wow. And um, also, where, where was your mind at? Like, were you like, yo, I'm going to get back into the game because I just did three months? Or were you like, nah, let me try to do some shit and try to get money a different way? No, my mind was, my mind was, <laughs> it was my first right time. Right back to it? It was my first time, yeah. Um, Put the microphone up a little bit, yeah. It, it, it was my first time. And I owe, I owe Hard Rock some money. Uh, <laughs> I still owe him money. And you don't want to owe Hard Rock. Mm. So uh, <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> so so what about what about prison though? What about uh, a, a long your first long bid? Well, um, my my man, my shit really wasn't that long. My prison basically stemmed from me fucking up the little time that I got off of that. So so what had happened was mm. I got my first time offense. They gave me a a two years two do one and. I was on, I got probation. No, actually, I got probation. And if I fuck up the probation, I got two years of prison, but I do one. So mm. I uh, I couldn't stop smoking weed. And uh, <laughs> I, I mean, like, like I'm a grown-ass man. I do what I do. Mm. And then you put me back out there. And there's no, there's no, you have no one on your shoulder telling you what you can <laughs> and what you can't do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So- Nigga, I smoke weed. That's what the fuck I do. Like, like, and and I did three months. And of course, I'm not wanting to get caught, but at the same time, mm. I'm I'm playing Russian roulette with my life, and I really couldn't put the weed down. So I fucked up the weed. I fucked up with the weed, and then it's like, okay, you got you got to go do the uh, two do one. I had probation from someone. How do they? Oh, like they drug test you? Yeah, they they drug test me, and and then like I'm I'm. Fucking what, twenty eight? I'm I'm tired of jumping through your hoops already. So I'm like, fucking, mm-hmm. let the state take care of me for a year. I, <laughs> I I was gonna ask, like, do you feel like that any of that experience as far as like going to jail for three months and then going to prison, like any of that? They were like, not I don't want to say picking on you, but do you feel like they were picking on you, like just trying to make you do anything, just trying to get you for whatever? I mean, to an extent, I'm not gonna necessarily say he was picking on me. I mean, I'm 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 a uh, I'm a grown ass man, and you know, I'm I'm I was I'm cut from a different cloth to the extent like I'm not telling on no shit, and I understood what the situation was, and I fucked up the rules. Mm-hmm. 
So like, you know, now I got to go do what I got to go do. And then I'm on, this is some fucked up shit to say, but the way I came up in the, in the cat that I kicked it with, not totally because there's, there's kind of a duality to, to my situation as well. But part of me was like, fuck it. You know, I ain't got no problem doing no year. I kind of, I kind of was curious about what the fuck is prison really like? I mean, to be to be honest with you, did I just want to mm-hmm. fucking go? No, but at, but at the same time, you were kind of just like, fuck death, it. Yeah, if I was scared to death, I would have made different choices. So, okay. What was your Please experience you like in prison? The first time I went. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, first time I get in there, I'm cool to the extent I'm kind of a, I'm not a little nigga. Um, I carry myself in this a is, This way. is when this is when you were around twenty eight. You said correct. Okay. So so, so mm-hmm. I, I'm 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 like I don't know five ten two hundred ten two hundred fifteen pounds. I play ball, mm-hmm. so I carried my shit well, and I had a I, I had a certain I got a certain swag, and mm-hmm. when I went to prison the first time, I went to the to the farm it's in Putnamville, and uh, it's close to my hometown so when I hit the door I had cats sending me groceries and shit so uh, I, 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 there was no fear for me to go to prison I knew I didn't have a lot of time and it was more of a less an experience and I really wanted to to put it on a motherfucker just to let him know that I'm not that nigga to fuck with so mm-hmm. when I went in it wasn't it wasn't I'm taking this bitch over. It's just like I'm going through here and I wish a motherfucker would because that's how we mm-hmm. finna get down. And I'm gonna put this little, I'm finna put this, put this name for myself. Like I'm just not to be fucked with. I come to do mines and get up out of here. Right. I feel like 28, you know, your mindset is that. And um, you know, it kind of continues to mature in that way. The older you get, you know, you say you were 14 when you got in the game or kind of introduced. But I want to ask, um, what what was it like coming up? I know you 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 know you talk about Hard Rock, and I, you were nineteen when you met him. Uh, no, right? no, no, age. I knew, I no, I knew, I knew Hard Rock shit. And I was, I was, uh, fuck, I probably knew Hard Rock probably when I was like fourteen, fifteen. We didn't, we didn't run in so, the same circles though. So, what was your gotcha. household like growing up? Do you have any siblings? Yeah, I, my mother had five kids, and uh, we grew up in the projects uh, of Terre Haute. So, like, I mean, it's not the projects of Chicago, um, but yeah, projects yeah. is projects. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, we grew up. Mom, mom was cool as long as we make good grades and shit. Uh, I stay out to eleven o'clock at night as long as I make good grades. But I play football. Um, I yeah. was I was a competitor. I was a competitor in the classroom as well. I didn't I didn't want some I mean, motherfucker had to answer. I'm gonna raise my hand, let y'all know y'all ain't the smartest motherfuckers in here. So, <laughs> so at the same time, I, I'm playing ball, man. I'm, I mean, I'm good. Like, like I'm in the papers. Uh, you know, schools is looking at me. Ball but at the same that. time, the projects is the projects. So, I smoked my first joint at 14. I remember uh, my mom's walking over to the basketball court. My dude's like, "Here's your mom, dude," and I'm sliding out the other side of the car and shit. <laughs> What's up, mom? But my mom smoked weed, so I used mm-hmm. to steal her roaches and shit. So like, but weed, weed was weed, man. So, mm-hmm. 
But I mean, we came up, we came up fighting. I mean, you know, uh, uh, Amos Stevens, Sean Stevens, rest in peace. Like, like, you know, we, we, we fight each other and, and go to football practice together. So, you know, did you have mom and dad? No, my fa- my father lived on the other side of town, but he had a he had a like another family. So like, right? Mm. He he really wasn't. I knew where he was at, and this is probably ah, uh, what are we? What are we? Uh, six, seven, seven, eighth grade and shit like that. So like, he lived on the north end. I lived on the south end. It's kind of funny. Uh, my mom called him over one time, and I I don't know what I had done, and. I guess he, I don't know if he was coming to whoop me or what. And I'm like, man, listen, dog, I'm going to take you right now. I, I ain't about no whooping. Yeah, eighth grade, you know that's I mean? not happening. Yeah. Nah, nah, yeah. you wasn't you there. You know, you wasn't in my life enough to put your fucking hands on me. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just I just learned at an early age that you got you got to, you got to, you had to fight. I mean, you couldn't, you, you, you had to put that's your shit down, man, or, or people just going to, they was going to punk you. And, mm-hmm. and it just wasn't, I wasn't cut like that. I mean, thank God. I mean, but then, it, you know, then again, you know, it got me into some shit that I didn't need to be into too. So. So where mm-hmm. did you fall in the, in the age hierarchy of your uh, siblings? Uh, I have a sister that was three years older than me. I have a brother who was three years younger than me. And I had mm-hmm. twin brothers and sisters that were four years younger than me. Okay, so okay, you so you're, you're almost middle, so middle almost ish. the middle, yeah, old middle mm-hmm. oldest. Yeah, I was, I was <laughs> the man of the house. I was the man of the household. You're the man of the. You're right. You're did the you man have of the to? House. Got you, got you. Did you have to fight a lot for your siblings? Uh I remember fighting for my sister once, but everybody hold their own. Shit, my little mm-hmm. brother was six foot five. I mean, he. Mm-hmm. He went pro football. Mm. Like, like I remember, you know, we out there fighting, and I'm fighting uh, Amo for my sister. He smacked her, and I'm beating him, and his brother, Sean, comes up, and McGee's looking at him like, motherfucker, I wish you would. And then, like, <laughs> you know, and then I McGee, remember. McGee is your brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And okay. uh, I remember, you know, Marco, you know, McG- him and McGee getting into it. And I'm like, listen, man, tell that nigga you don't want to fight. Turn around and then still is it. Act like you're gonna walk away and fire him. And he did it to the ladder. And Amos like getting Marco. And I'm like getting McGee. And he looked at me. And I'm like, nigga, you want some more? Like, I mean, that's just how it was. Mm-hmm. That's how it was. Uh-huh. So yeah. that's <laughs> that's so it it's funny because, you know, stories like this, you know, make you reminisce on on childhood memories as well. Yeah, yeah, because cause if be honest, if you're a man, you grew up kind of like that. You know what I mean? I had my cousin, sure. my brothers, and shit would get crazy. We would fight each other, but when we was outside, you know what I mean? Y'all would fight other people for your oh, family yeah, exactly. and all that shit. Especially so when you have that is how, That's just how it is, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just crazy. For sure. man. But pardon, pardon. Do you feel like you know when the turning point was for you that you decided to choose the path of um, getting into what you got into versus continuing to play ball? You say you was dope, you was nice, your little brother went pro. Um, what made you stop or did you stop? Well, where I was at, some political shit came into the mix. And I should have been playing and I and I wasn't playing. And I and I say that as honest as I can. I, I can remember the starting running back coming in and talking about damn cherry, I don't know why you're not playing. 
um, I had some I had a, I had some great issues and college wasn't hard. College was about prioritizing. I mean, I mean, everything that you ever need to learn is in the fucking library. So I, 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 I didn't prioritize. Right. Um, so I get to my sophomore year and it was an issue with the grade and I end up getting the grade changed, which at that point, the coaches got your grades weeks before you did. And uh, I went in and talked to the coach and I was like, listen, man, I got this change. Well, we don't have your scholarship anymore, but you can come, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and try to get a loan and get back in. And at that point, I'm brash, I'm young, and I got a chip on my shoulder from being being done wrong. I don't I don't I don't I don't respect you because you didn't you didn't do me the way I should have been done. Um mm-hmm. and it's not an old woe was me thing, it was a real talk thing. I can remember going in and a, another brother I grew up with and we talking about my situation. He's like, Well, look at Tony Brewer. You know, this is this this motherfucker playing mind games with me at 18 years old, mm-hmm. switching me off the path. So um, why why I never played I I I, I, I was I should have played I should have played I mean I, I proved it in practice um, other kids have asked me why I'm not playing so I know I know it's not me and at that point mm. I just I was like you know what fuck that now what I was gonna do I really don't know I I don't think I really cared at that point in time like like I didn't know what I wanted at 19 or what I really wanted to be I mean I had some dreams. Uh, but at the same time, I had to deal with reality, too. So it was just like, shit, I'm, I'm trying to eat. I'm trying to live. And and right now, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to jump through these hoops to go do this. Um, I love the game that much. But to be honest, I, I, I can't tell you what just sit there and made me say, no, I'm not going to do it. Besides me saying that, I just think different events led up to me feeling some type of way. No, you answered no. it. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, so through throughout life now, I mean, um, or Jay, did you have? Did you want to ask him anything else about you know upbringing, or you kind of want to move forward? No, nope, nope. I'm I'm oh. I'm I'm done. Right. I mean, I mean, I I just normally ask those questions because it it makes me think because I grew up you know in a household where my brother was older than me and he was into some street shit and you know he was so much older than me that when i came to the age where i started to question getting involved with that i think my mother who was you know head of household similar to you rocco we did, you know my father was also in the neighborhood but not in the neighborhood had multiple families and and so mm-hmm. on and so forth and you know my mother kind of not only made my brother sort of watch me and make sure I didn't get into certain shit mm-hmm. but she also leaned on me more than she leaned on him and you know my brother always viewed me as spoiled because of this because she she sort of let me get into the streets under the watch of my brother and I never really mm-hmm. always knew that and for him it was more of a headache than anything so um but it makes me question, like, you know, when you are in that type of environment growing up and you've got siblings and, you know, what is it that makes you say, you know what, I got to I got to do what I got to do to get this money. You know what I mean? I don't got certain things at home. I don't got this. I don't got the latest sneakers like, you know, me. I kind of had a little something, you know, my mother made sure I had enough. So I never really felt like I had to do 
nothing crazy or nothing extra. You know, the bills was paid, this, that, and the third. So, you know, sometimes I question that and I ask that question because, like, you know, everybody's childhood has is different. You know, there's a lot of people where it's like, yo, it was like you said, you were the head of the household. Yeah. And I, so I, I, I don't know if that means you had to worry about, you I, know, I, no, also I, making sure people ate or what. You no, know? no, no. It was it wasn't that drastic. Um, and I totally understand where you're coming from. Like, 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 you know, we made the start at five. Mom got us shoes. Um, there was just things I wanted, man. And basically the streets was raising me. Um, you know, right. I saw what I wanted and, and I know I'm not going to go ask mom to get it. I'm going to get that shit. I know how to get that shit. Uh, these other niggas ain't getting that shit. You know what I'm saying? So it was just, I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe, uh, in a one, in one, so to speak, saying it's the alpha dog in me, but at the same time, like not sitting, t- not sitting down and not having, anybody to say damn dude like why ain't you gonna go ahead and go this way like you got all this shit going for you you know what i'm saying and it was like i didn't feel like i had anybody rooting for me it was just like me 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 in the streets you know and and it's it's so unfortunate and it's a reoccurring theme in the black communities like that father that it's not there and it, and it just goes for generations and generations and just not having, yeah. you know, nobody, to, nobody to really talk to you and, and, and tell you, you know, I, I knew I had potential, but I didn't hear it enough. You just really, you, 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 you cut from a different cloth. You know, that's what I'm hearing. You just was, you, you were different. You know, you did not want to, you know, wait for other people to decide when you were going to be able to do or not do things or acquire things. You know how to go and get it. So you went and got it. And that's just how you chose to move, regardless if, you know, there were other things that you could have done. It was you, you're choosing your path. That's how I want to do it. And and that's, and that is what it is, you know? I mean, obviously I wish I could have done something different now, but I mean, it is what it is. (laughs) But you, but that's the cloth, you know, that's the cloth. That's what, you know, there are people that decide, yo, I, I see what I want, I'm going to get it. And then there are people that they think about it and they say, well, well, all right, well, what does that mean if I do this? And, you know, there's, you know, it's either you decide, nah, I'm not, I'm not about that life or I am about that life and let's go. And the consequences so. was just kind of, man, listen, dude, if I did it, man, I get caught, nigga, then I got to go handle that. Like, like I really... Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's not something I dwelled on. Maybe I would have made different choices, but like, I went, if if I go and I get caught, then nigga, I'm, I'm finna go do mine. I, I ain't finna tell on nobody. I'm finna go do mine. So, mm-hmm. and at that point, I always felt that way too. Yeah, and that is why I. That is the main reason why I always went the other way and said, "You know dig what? It. Now, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, <laughs> bro, I'm not. Um, I'm not built to sit down for. I can't sit in." The, I, I can't sit by myself for too long. Man, ain't nobody built for that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that's the that's Go the on. problem. You know, that's the problem. You could you could easily be in a situation where you're sitting down for a long, long, long time. Oh, absolutely. So and it's not it's not so, something you ever want, but nah. So so speaking of, of sitting, um, you know, just kind of catching up on life. Did you do any more jail time, you know, like up to where you are now? Like, I know you kind of spoke on your first time, but like, is there any other times that you went in or anything like that, a like stretch or anything? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So when did that happen? 98. So uh, 2015. I'm uh, 
man, I'm on the coach football. I got, I got a beautiful family here. Fuck, I got fucking mm-hmm. seven kids. Uh, there, a lot mm-hmm. of them have grown by 2015. And uh, so that, that's a hell of a time lapse. But 20 years later, I catch a, a little white bitch once uh, she wants some cocaine. And uh, I'm basically middleman of some shit, man. Like, like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm on disability. So there's two years where I can't work. Otherwise, I can't, I can't file for this disability claim. I had a surgery on my neck. Yeah, yeah. I've had some, about five surgeries. Um, so mm-hmm. there's a two-year stretch where I, I can't work. So I'm in the household and Nicole is doing her thing. But I'm the I'm the Mr. Mom. I'm taking the kids to school. I'm, I'm making sure they get the basketball practice. Uh, I'm yeah, cooking yeah. the dinner. You know, I understand. You know, yeah. if she's gonna go do that, I'm gonna supplement any way I can on the back yeah. end of that. Like the house is gonna be clean. Gotcha. I mean, shit like that. Like 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 that's just how yeah. that rolls. But at the same time, I got a middleman. Some shit here and there. I like to smoke weed. So real talk. <laughs> I made I made like the dumbest fucking decision that you could ever make. So uh white bitch asked me to get some dope. So I get to get some dope. Uh one day I'm I'm at the house and they knock on the door. Motherfuckers talking about Rocco Cherry. We got one for your arrest. I got a son named Rocco. And I'm like, you got the right Rocco? <laughs> Selling cocaine? What the <laughs> fuck are you, you? Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, my son. What is he in 2015? Fuck, what is he? 11, 12 or something? I'm like, man, y'all gonna arrest me mm. in front of my son? So mm-hmm. I go, uh, I, I get him up. So now my brother, the NFL player, money bags is what I call him. <laughs> he gets me, the, he gets me, the, he gets me the best lawyer in town. So uh, mm. they, uh, I sit in jail for a couple months, go to a halfway house. Uh, it's it's like mm. a sober living facility because I'm playing the I get high role on this shit too. And mm. then uh, we get to, uh, it's time. It's, so I got, I, got, I got the mouthpiece. I got the baddest boy in town now. So mm. this bitch comes by and so, so let me get to the thing. So, we finally get to see their evidence. They're like, we got your audio and video, yada, yada, yada. So I'm like, cool, fine. We go in the lawyer's office and I'm looking at this shit. And I'm like, wow, like, you don't have any money. We're not making exchanges. I'm I'm mm. talking about sucking my dick and puppies and like you you don't you don't you don't have me on this shit. I'm looking at the lawyers. I'm yeah, like, listen, yeah, yeah. man, this is a slam dunk, motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> what has she got? Like, 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 real talk. When the bitch came, it wasn't even the time. Uh, they get they got seventy five dollars in one rock. Like, don't nobody spend seventy five mm. bucks for a twenty. What the fuck is going on? So like. <laughs> the lawyer's like, look, man, they're trying to do this. I said, look, man, I'll tell you what, I'll do a year of house arrest. That's the only conviction I'm gonna get these motherfuckers. So my lawyer gets the uh he gets me the he gets me a sweet ass plea deal. He gets me uh two years of house arrest, do one successfully completed, and uh two years mm-hmm. of probation. So here we go. I'm fucking 49 years old, and mm-hmm. I'm doing a house arrest. I get eight months of this shit in and then my dumb ass smoked some weed again. So uh, 
I'm back oh, in this man. motherfucker for violating. I violated the fucking house arrest. <laughs> so I'm sitting in jail and I'm seeing motherfuckers come in on meth charges on house arrest. They getting out. Uh, motherfuckers catching new mm. charges getting out. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, they're going to let me out. So I got eight months of backup time to do. So I go in front yeah. of the judge. I don't have the money mouthpiece no more. They give me mm. a public, public defender. And I'm like telling this motherfucker, look, I did this. I went to the drug program. And then like he gets in front of the judge and doesn't say any fucking thing, nothing at all. So like, I'm like, are you fucking serious? So the judge is like, uh, you're going you're gonna to do the, the remainder of your executed time, um, eight months in prison. So now, Damn. yeah, I'm so I'm 49 years old, 20, 20 years later, and I'm sitting in this motherfucking prison again. I've, uh, for longer than the first time. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm in there. I'm in there for for the for the. Mm-hmm. For, I have to do the eight months. Um, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's it's wildly different um, now. I'm old school now. Um, yeah, it's it's really it's really profound on my family. Um, you know, I, I feel like my son's embarrassed of me, which. He, he doesn't tell me he is. Uh, I can't go see his football games and shit like this. And I'm like, mm. you know, but at the time I'm like, well, fuck, all I can do is a year if I fuck up. You know what I'm saying? This, 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 this fucking, this, I don't know if it's a, cause weed ain't, ain't no dope fiend shit, but at the same time, it if you want to tell me that shit is not addictive, I'm not, I'm not going. That shit's addictive. And then, mm. you know, I went through some personal shit here with, you know, the, uh, the woman that I've been with for 24 years, she she started having another relationship with a motherfucker. I, she's not disrespecting me, but I know it. So I can't go nowhere. You know, I'm, I'm going through a whole bunch of fucking shit. So I resorted back to mm. smoking the weed. Don't nobody give a fuck doing this old woe is me shit. And I wind mm. back up in this motherfucker 20 years later. What so are where, some where of the... Um, go ahead, Jerry. I was right, just going to say, like, what are some of the differences 20 years later? 20 years later, I walk in this motherfucker and everybody's a dope fiend. Mm. Everybody's mm-hmm. on the, the suboxone. They call it the bop bop. Like, it's just, it's, it's fucking horrible. Um, but then I'm looking at it different too. I'm, uh, it's different, man. Like when I walk in and there's all these motherfuckers in the same room and I'm, I'm, I'm not used to this shit. Like, like, Walking shoulder to shoulder with all these raggedy motherfuckers. I don't know what you did. Don't give a fuck. And everybody's like out for themselves or out for some dope. Like, yeah. it's it's a it's a different demo. The shit that y'all having fun with, I'm looking at you like you stupid motherfuckers. Like y'all fucking with guards. I'm just trying to get the fuck out of here. Um, so mm. so um, and then I'm not that I'm not that same young stud I was before. But at the same time, I'm not having any issues. Again, I carry myself in a certain way, and uh, mm. I still, uh, I still look good to be 49. Like I'll beat a nigga's ass if it come down to it, or I'm gonna get beat. <laughs> but uh, these niggas but is gonna hold it down. These niggas but, is but gonna hold it down. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. To, yeah. But then they gonna have to. They gonna have to. They're going to have to work for it. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I'm, like, so, I'm just not so going now, out like that, man. So now, as a as an OG, right? Like technically, 
did you run into any younger cats that you saw yourself in a little bit? Did you ever have that Absolutely. moment where it was like, yo, this this dude remind me of me when I came Absolutely. in here when I was twenty nine? Absolutely. You and, know? And, and, and absolutely. I see I seen I seen a lot of that. And I see I seen young cats that got more bits in them. You know what I'm saying? Like you bitches can't pay attention to the rules now. You wanna smoke Tootsie on the on the count. Like like nigga, you ain't gonna make it when you get out there. So at 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 my age, you know, when I spit, I try to speak knowledge to these cats. You know what I'm saying? So like mm-hmm. the the subject matter that I talk about, which was basically with my bunkies, because I wasn't, I'm not, I'm not this flamboyant figure. I'm kind of laid back off in the cut. Although I did have my moments. I ran a poker table, which you can get into some shit like that. You gotta do what you're good at. You got, you got, you gotta do what you're good at. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going. To you saw time. your talent. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm you saw your past, talent. I'm going to pass time, and these niggas are trying to eat for real. So you know, mm. um, I got mm. up out of that once. I, once I understood, you know how how silly these motherfuckers are, and and you know I was the house, so everybody's coming at the house, and these motherfuckers ain't playing. So you know, I, I backed up off of that. Uh, I, I took a little computer class to get a time cut. That shit's mm-hmm. just all fucked up. The, the, the lady don't come when she's supposed to. Mm-mm. The prison's just all fucked up. Did you get your cosmetology license in prison? No, no. Oh, I got okay. my cosmetology license before I went to prison because I had a felony and then nobody wanted to give me a fucking job. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck that. I'll mm-hmm. do my own you thing. Cut hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. I cut hair. Uh, He'll permit, he straighten it, do yeah, all that. Yeah. You got to learn all that. Mm-hmm. One computer class so, so did you take? Uh, it was like a, a beginning class. We we learned how to navigate, do some Excel, some Word, spreadsheets. Okay. Uh, it, it delved off into mm-hmm. some t- uh, PowerPoints, things of this okay. nature. So, it, it, it was cool. It was it was cool. So, so, so I don't want to get off topic real quick. You're talking about the lady don't come when she's supposed to. It's some bullshit when you're in the system. Talk about that a little bit more. Did you ever experience any racism or anything like specific that, you know, really stuck out to you while you were in there? Uh, in any prison, time you were in there? I, I, I mean, nah, I, I don't, I don't, I think, I think going through the system, I experienced racism on, on sentencing and, 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 and mm. uh, the uh, patience that you would have. I mean, I got a drug problem, motherfucker. Guess what they do? They relapse. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I didn't cut the bracelet off. I didn't run. I didn't I didn't catch mm. a new drug charge. Motherfucker, I smoked weed. So I'm watching, I'm watching white cats getting more play than me. Um, in prison, I, nah, they treat everybody like a piece of shit. And then you got to, yeah. And then you, then you got to understand what level I'm at. I'm in a level two. That's like ten years and under. Level ones are camps. You go to a three or four or max. I think the guards speak to them boys a little different. I mean, you got cats that got fucking triple lives and shit. You want to talk stupid to them? They might cut your ass up real quick and not think nothing about it. So you, you, you dealt with guards just treating everybody like shit because some of them, you know, they just. They get some power, and I mean, some of them is cool, but some of them are straight assholes. Okay. A lot of them bitches too. Uh, t- you know, they get they yeah. they getting bullied. Some of them, a lot of them getting bullied by the inmates as well. You know, mm-hmm. and then they, you know, so then when they do see an opportunity to bully another inmate, they take it out on them. Absolutely, I I, I, I had some. I had a few. Uh, I had a few altercations. <laughs> uh, well, well, one with a female, I, I, and and the bitch was out of line, and I like. 
because this cat was like, listen, man, I'm because I'm, I'm thinking like you, you, you give a motherfucker respect. We're, we're talking on the guards and they respect mm. you. But then also sometimes you got to talk straight stupid to the motherfuckers for them to get the respect you. And you got to figure mm-hmm. out who they are. So my, mm-hmm. my celly, but he, he, he was doing a 12 year bit and he was down to like his last three or four. And he was, he was putting me up on some prison game. Cause I had, I hadn't been. You know what I'm saying, and I can learn. Mm. I can learn from anybody. So I'm. I'm not that. I'm not that intelligent to be stupid. Mm. People are people fundamentally. That's what it comes down to. Whether you're a CEO, inmate, cop, whether you got a badge, some authority. People are people. So you could. You can sense fear in people in most mm-hmm. cases. You know what I mean. You could tell because behind all of that shit, you could. You know, you could look somebody in the eye and be like, "Yeah, you." you you never, you never punch nobody in the face. You never Absolutely. punch in the face. <laughs> you know, and it be that way. What, what, what's your mind state when you're in soccer? Like, I, I have a cousin right now. He's on his twenty second, twenty third year, and I'm always like surprised. Like when I speak to him, like he's always sharp. Like you know, like what keeps you guys' minds like going while you're like when you're in there. You know what I mean? Like, what, what what are the things that you guys do, you know what I mean, while, while you're in there, just keep your mind right? It, it, it depends on the type of person you are and where you're going and things of that nature. Um, at my age, mm-hmm. I was I was on to some reading. Um, I, I would read some mm-hmm. I would read some books. Um, I, one profound book I read uh, was Letters to Incarcerated Brother by Hill Harper. He's the cat that does the CSI mm-hmm. shows. It was a correspondence mm. between him and another cat, but like like dealing with time while you in there, um, you know, you go to prison for a reason. Sometimes um, I find it to get in touch with myself to really pull my myself back from some of the shit that I was doing because you know I say what I did, but I never I never got a thirty year bid or a fifty year bid or my cats my boys is doing life. You know what I'm saying? I talked to mm. one of them on the phone once and. The feds write me a letter telling me they was listening to my phone call. And I'm like, good God, I think I didn't talk to that nigga about no dumb shit. <laughs> so, you know, it, it didn't, you know, it depends on the person. Like, you got some motherfuckers who just straight stupid. That's all they want to do is shoot dice, yada, yada, yada. When I get out, I'm going to do this. What I had what I had when I was out. Wait a minute, bro. All of us in here, we ain't got shit. So what you had when yeah. you was on the house, man, for real. I mean, you got cats in there talking about my TV, you know, my bed. Nah, this shit ain't none of this shit mine. I'm going home. But, uh, mm. I, you know, at a point, you know, I'm, I'm always looking at, you know, I'm in a fucked up situation. So I tend to be an optimistic. So, you know, I'm going to I'm going to find a bright side to this shit. What I mean, I, I read some Buddhist books uh, trying to understand, understand. Understand, understand life, man, and understand what this shit's really about, which, you know, mm-hmm. I, have a, I have a lot of, that's a whole nother show right there. But, uh, I, 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 I was going to ask, uh, I, I, I was going to ask what's in store for you today. I don't want to cut you off. If uh-huh, you got sure. More. What, what's in store for me today? Wait, I want to ask a question really quick before we get into that. Yeah. Um, this currently you're on house arrest. This Correct. is your second time, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Is there a difference between the two times that you have been on house arrest, as far as the system, and then as far as your mentality about it? I would say the system's the same, but this time 
I'm on house arrest for pretrial. So so last time I was sentenced to house arrest. That's 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 all I could do was what you gave me. Mm-hmm. So right now, this shit right here, there was a lot of illegal search and seizure issues that went on. Um, so right now, I don't, I don't even know what the outcome of this is going. Well, I do, I do because I speak it into existence. So I know exactly mm-hmm. what's going to happen. I'm not going to prison again. I'm going to mm-hmm. uh, uh, a program called the Pair Program, and in Indiana, they passed the law rehabilitation before incarceration because what you what you actually done was you filled the mm-hmm. fucking prisons up with a whole bunch of fucking addicts is what you done mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. now you got them doing 75 percent of their time now your prisons are fucking full and it's like you're not you're not there was no rehab shit going on and then the opioid the opioid epidemic hit this motherfucker so now the government's throwing a whole bunch of money out there for rehabilitation mm-hmm. programs so like i think they're finally getting to their heads like why are you going to keep giving motherfuckers who get high all this prison time mm-hmm. so you know that is a different the, the, the routine is the same mm-hmm. uh, you know mm-hmm. you you got to check in and you got to do this you got and i'm not smoking weed y'all i promise you i will not <laughs> go back to that shit i don't want Yo, I don't just want, hold off man just hold off. listen hold off it, listen it ain't worth that <laughs> i done did seven months man i'm not doing no i wait till that shit get legal Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I hear that. But that, but you I know that. that. Ah, fuck, I, I got I got tired of doing that shit too. I was smoking it because I was bored. It wasn't stimulating me. Um, mm-hmm. at, at certain times, mm-hmm. yeah, cool. But man, I mean, for a fucking habit, like, yeah. Listen, man, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. But if you are on paper, uh, leave it alone for a while. Leave mm-hmm. it alone for however mm-hmm. long you gotta leave it alone. But you know, once you're good, hey. There's nothing wrong with it. I feel like it's it's something that, you know, keeps a lot of people from doing drastic things. And, you know, for me, Staying it's something that it's it's something that calms me and keeps me able to be introspective and you know That's a fact. but if I was in a position where I absolutely could not do it, my life and freedom depended on it, I would put it down. Like, you know, it's just <laughs> mm-hmm. you you know, that's how I look at it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I, I, to, I totally agree with that. Um, I mean, obviously, so I'm, you, I'm a prime example. If if you want to keep fucking with the system, uh, you can play with it if you want to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I mean, I answered half of my question. You know, where you're at today and and what's going on with you. Um, mm-hmm. Do you uh, happen to have anything that you're working on? I know you mentioned something like you have a project or something that you're working on uh, i may have misheard i'm not specifically sure what you're talking about but i do um i, I was uh in the process of uh trying to get together a sober living facility because uh okay you know there there's a lot of people out here that that have issues and and me going through my uh rehabilitation my my sober stints you know when i would get in meetings mm-hmm. i don't know what it what it was i would say but when people come up to you and it's like, man, I like what you said, and you know, this and this and that. Um, obviously, and don't get this the wrong way. I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be arrogant, but I speak the truth and I speak from a, a person who's been fucking getting high for 28 years and people need help and the help is there. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be the best father, grandfather I can be. And I, and, and believe it or not, it don't look like it, maybe not, but I'm trying to set an example. You know, I have a 16 year old son here who I've been with since day one, except for 
when I did the little eight months and when I just did the little three months. And believe it or not, his mother said he loves my dirty underwear. <laughs> and and, and, at time, and at times I can't, I can't, I can't, I'm glad he does. And he's, he's, he's a, he's a very smart child, uh, excellent football That's player. Right. Um, I think the world of him and he's got all the potential in the world. So, you know, um, also, that's that's the source of income as well, because, like I said, the government's throwing money out there for the rehabilitation. And where I'm at, man, there's a there's a fucking meth epidemic going on here that you can't you can't have enough sober living facilities. And at the end of the day, if I could speak to someone or get someone, I don't know if it would be me because you you make that fucking choice. But, you know, mm-hmm. what I used to always envy was when them cats would come in with them 13 years of sobriety, 20 years of sobriety. And I was like, man, that's that shit I want. Like, like, how do you have fun not being high? Which I found that out and I've had that. But mm-hmm. at the same time, mm-hmm. I would always resort back to it. But I resorted back to it at the wrong point in times in my life to put me in these fucked up situations that I'm in. So, you know, at the end of the day, I, I had I had a guy who's, who's in with a... a the Hamilton Center here, and he's a regional director, cat I went to school with, grew up with, got his master's, doing his fucking thing, owns a clothing store. So I was I was trying to, I had a guy that had the house, and I was getting the uh, the guidelines to get the, basically the government funding, because like, the government will fund you, if you got Obamacare, and you need to go to a sober living facility, which charges you, I don't know, 126 bucks a week, the government will pay that until you get on your feet, until you can go get you a job. So, you know, at the end of the day, I, I can't, I love to help people, um, you know, so that that's kind of what gives me joy in, in, in raising, raising mine and being around my family. So, you know, but I, I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't apologize for anything I've done to anybody, but my children and my family. So if anybody out there is listening to this, you know, obviously if you've been listening to me, I, I do harbor bad feelings and I make some stupid ass choices. But at the end of the day, you know, I got here from, from what I experienced and what I went through. So I'm not mm-hmm. going to uh, dwell on prison. I'm going to keep it moving. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stay positive. I'm That's sure a fact. There's, there's a lot more material I want to read. Uh, and, and hopefully, you know, mm-hmm. I get a sober living facility together, man, and, and help some people you know, with the addiction and, and, and get back to fucking living. Yeah. yeah. I think it's fantastic really that you want to do that, man. That's great. How can we help? How can we ask our listeners to help? Is there anything that we can do to help? Or is it, do you gotta, you gotta go fund me? What's going on? Let's get this together, hey, man. You want to help people. That. We want to help you help people. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. No, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, um, put anything on anybody else. That shit, I'm going to mm-hmm. get together myself. I just basically, I have all the pieces in play. All I got to do is put the motherfuckers where they need to be. And that's kind of where mm-hmm. I was at. I mean, I literally was doing shit and like, what the fuck are you doing, man? I'm, I'm like talking to myself as I'm going through this shit on this last mm-hmm. one. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm still in the midst of that shit. So we're going to keep that shit under wraps. Maybe that's, a, mm-hmm. that's another discussion for another time after I get yeah, out of this fun. shit. Yeah. I can tell y'all what really mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, it's 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 there. It's it's there. You know, um, it's, I appreciate the offer, but 
you know, um, uh, you can't you can't make a motherfucker go quit nothing. Motherfucker get tired, and when they ready to go, I just want to have a spot for them to go. And if you need some help, gotcha. if you need some guidance along the way, I can point you in the right direction because that shit's on you at the end of the day. But there's a lot of people who uh, who uh, just don't know. I, I mean, I was in a in a class with this cat, and he was like, "Man, well, I came from a we wasn't no rehabilitation. You did dope, and then you died." Or you know what mm. I'm saying? And, and I'm looking at him like, what the fuck? Like, y'all didn't have no rehab? Mm-hmm. Oh, it wasn't yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, There's wow. no exit plan? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, too, you know, many people, mm. too many people died and they said, oh, shit, we might need to start. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. this as a problem. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Or you, or you had that problem and you don't know just how the fuck to get out of it, man. Mm-hmm. You know, so like mm-hmm. there needs to be some spots to where you can go and you can talk to some real motherfuckers that's been through it and, and you know, mm-hmm. tell you what it, what it really is and, and let a motherfucker know, man, that shit's on you. If I did that shit, you can do it. And, you know, it's, it's kind of ironic that you watch a lot of successful people and what they say is, you know, motherfuckers told me I couldn't do it, but, you know, I, I you know, I, I did it and, and I didn't give up on, mm-hmm. on me. So that, that's where I'm at, man. I'm not giving up on me. I'm not giving a plane. Respect, Aww. man. Cool. Respect. <laughs> Nothing but respect, Do you guys man. have any nah, more questions? Nah, I do man. not, man. I mean, yeah. You, you got any questions all, for us? No, no. I really, I really enjoyed. Uh, I really enjoyed the time with you youngsters, and you guys seem like some sharp cats right there, man. And I, and I wish, uh, I wish <laughs> you guys you, well, man. Maybe we'll hear y'all on TV, like, on the fucking radio or podcast, like the Breakfast Club or some shit, because. Uh, I'm going oh, wow. to uh, working towards I'm a, it. I'm gonna pump y'all up That's out here in the praise. Midwest. I'm gonna yep. pump y'all up out here in the Midwest. Y'all young black folks is doing your things, and I'm that so is. proud of my niece, strong black Thanks, woman uncle. that she is. I didn't have shit to do with that shit. That shit on her own. So uh, I, I just like to see young the, the, black the people doing it. The junior cherry we're finding out. The junior cherry here. Oh yeah, she's not the OG cherry. Because you're like, you cherry refer too. to yourself as cherry. Everybody whose last name is Cherry, everybody yeah, calls cherry. them Cherry. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, our listeners only know of two at this yeah. point. You Us and two. Well, okay. yep. well, you come to Terra Hope, well, we anyway. don't die, we multiply. I got six grandsons. We're going to be having cherries for a while. Forever. <laughs> Listen, yeah. man. No, that's crazy. I, you got a whole it, town calling y'all Cherry. That's crazy. Absolutely. <laughs> On another... On another podcast, we have to talk about your seven kids that you said you had. Oh, God. absolutely. Damn. Hell yeah. Man, Listen. I got about what? Four or five baby mamas? Five baby mamas? Not that many. Yeah. 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 Hey, five, but they have to pick up the phone and talk to all of them, so it's beautiful. Yeah. It was a bitch Tell coming how up. How dare you talk about me? <laughs> <laughs> he has four kids. Ain't nothing wrong with that shit. Oh, yeah. man. Not at all. They keep me busy. Yeah. Much love and respect. Well, listen, no, we really appreciate your time. We appreciate you sitting down with us and talking through your story and and allowing our listeners a little sneak peek into your story and situation. And yeah, we don't have any any more questions. So yeah, Yeah. appreciate you. All right. Thanks, man. Thank you for your time. Not a problem. It's good meeting you, fellas. Thank you for checking out this week's episode. Survivor Series is created by Cherry Poppins, recorded and engineered by Jay Omega, and me, I was just here. The Survivor Series is a production of the Officially Street Podcast. 